They talk shit about the Knicks. I was like, oh my god, that nowhere was the safe. Thing. I was just watching and I was like, are you kidding me? They are talking crap about the Knicks. James, I appreciate. Uh, I was yeah. like, oh my god. Appreciate your love for the Knicks just because it made that joke so much funnier than if I didn't know what the <laughs> oh, Knicks were. No, absolutely, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I started cracking. I was bawling when that joke came up. I was like, James is pissed. <laughs> I was pissed. I was like, I was just like. We're turning this shit off right now. <laughs> Hello, fellow fumblers, and welcome to another episode of the Film Fumblers Podcast, the show where four friends fumble through your favorite films. Today, we are going to be reviewing Soul, a movie released in 2020 and directed by Peter, oh, excuse me, Pete Doctor. So without further ado, my name's Adrian. I'm Jay. I'm Taryn. Hey, it's James. All right, boys. First episode of the year. Yeah. Crazy. Let's start it off right. Got their film fumbler <gasps> shot glass. I don't have my film fumbler shot glass. Wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> We're not friends anymore. <laughs> I just cracked uh... the first one I could see. Oh, my God. I feel terrible. What you're a way sure. to cheers. bring in the new cheers. year. Right, we're, we're cheersing. <laughs> cheers, guys. Cheers. cheers. Uh... Oh, man. Delicious. That was the first time I've shot rum in a very long time. Ooh, that sounds even worse. Boy. I didn't have to, and it was a mistake. Oh, man. Tequila. <laughs> Tears are going to come tonight, brothers. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, I can't believe I forgot the shot glass. For those who are joining us, <laughs> Adrian made his film film for shot glasses last episode, and uh, yeah. yeah, I don't even have it. What a what a guy! You probably threw it away. Yeah, just, just broke it on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> my heart, my disposable heart. Terrible. Uh, <laughs> shit, Ugh. scumbag. Sorry, guys. No soul. Speaking of, oh shit, oh, jump right into it. Soul. All right. I I um completely had zero expectations. I didn't know the cast. I didn't even see the cover to the film before uh, I just hit play. Just hit play and hit cast, and I was just like, let's nice. just see what happens. Taryn sent a meme. It was like, it was a it said Soul Caliber, but it was in the Soul font thing. <laughs> and it completely flew over my head because I'd never seen the thing. I was like, what the fuck is yeah. So, yeah. Was this movie like hyped up? Like, was it like, was there? I feel like it was. Just came because out it's been a while since the last Pixar movie. Okay. So, it was a little bit of that. It was a little bit of it's gonna be out on Disney Plus. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's like a big deal when they made that change. Pretty sure. Yeah. Because yeah. you have to pay for it, like Mulan, and you know. Yeah, I was waiting for someone to bring up Mulan so we could shit on it again. <laughs> yeah, Mulan, Mulan was garbage, and you paid thirty dollars for it, and this would happily pay thirty dollars. Got once. it for free. Yeah. So, so was Mulan the the reason why this wasn't stuck behind a paywall, or was it always not going to be stuck behind a paywall? I, I don't well, think so. I feel like if I if if Mulan has the title, like you know Mulan, every, so people are going to pay for it. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't, it's like a new I thing. But it has movie. Pixar. It has that's Pixar right for it. true, but would you pay for something that you don't know what you're getting into where, like, 
you know, like, like that kind of, no, but like, that's, that's kind of steep for people. I feel like people would pay for Mulan and they did. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder but if the average, I wonder if the average, re- let's go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I in twice. reality, I feel like you should have played, you should have paid for soul over Mulan, you know, for sure. I agree. Yeah. Uh, for me, because it is Pixar, yeah, I would probably pay for it. Um, I'm a big fan, but if it was just like some random thing, like just a regular Disney movie or something, I probably wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if the average Disney Plus subscriber even like knows Pixar, like what Pixar is. You know what I mean? Like, I wonder if that's a, that's why that's not enough. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. Huh. Versus like Marvel and. Disney Star Wars, and all that yeah. shit. Star Wars, yeah. Yeah, because I, that's what I was thinking, because they put it out on Christmas. I feel like that was enough. Like, just people subscribing just to see the new movie. Like, I feel like they got enough money from that to be like, fuck it, this is the right choice. I'm always, I, like, I still don't understand how they measure box offices this way. It's, like, so hard to, like, compare it to other movies because of that. Yeah, I mean, it released in other countries in theaters. Okay. And probably uh, some parts of the country here. I don't fucking know. Yeah, yeah. true. And like neighboring like Canada, I'm sure. Yeah. Like pretty close by. Um Yeah, I mean just let's let's get right into it. This is this was a joy. This was like really fun to watch. And just really fun to look at. Oh god, think, yeah. For me, like initially when it was just uh, when we were just meeting the characters and everything was like in the physical world, I guess we'll call it. Um, there was actually a couple of times though where the animation felt like too good, where like things felt <laughs> rounded. And, like, does that make sense? Like, the, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The backgrounds looked like photographs. Like it was fucked. Like high res, like real yeah. life things. Like, yeah, it was like blowing my mind. And it had like, I mean. They've come so far, dude. It's insane. Oh, and in Watch such a Toy relatively short amount of time. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Toy Story 1, which was the first movie they ever did, uh, it's just night and day. It's insane. And it has so much realism now. Like, in even the sounds, you know? Like, it's, it sounded like the hustle and bustle of New York. Like, it felt real, even though it was animated. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so, you know, again, in, like, the physical world... I was kind of like, it was on my mind where I was like, oh, this is like looking too real. And I think I'm getting, I'm going to get like, my brain's going to get tired of looking at this kind of thing. Yeah. And then pretty quickly, it completely shifts over again, went into this completely blind, didn't know that there was these like cute little figures, like <laughs> cute little characters. So I was like, so relieved and like, maybe relieved is not the right word. So excited to see them, to like see that type of of art style to see them go into that further and then transition between the two back and forth it was just really fun to watch and like it, it didn't i didn't get tired of either one kind of thing it kept it kept it fresh okay. yeah i knew more of the story or more of the like concept of the movie before seeing it mm-hmm. and i was like fuck i really don't want another like swap into another dimension movie um, because there was another movie, uh, I think it was on Netflix. It was like an animation from a new, like a newer studio over the moon or something like that, mm-hmm. where they did oh. a similar thing. It was like really cool, like kind of realistic stuff. 
in the like physical realm and then they go to like this weird like space spiritual realm place and it just i don't know it threw me off a lot so when they did that here i was like okay you know a little bit fatigued on it but i thought it was actually really well done and i'm glad that it wasn't the entire movie you know like the whole middle or something i didn't know about like the whole swapping with the cat and stuff like i didn't know about any of that stuff from they didn't show that trailers i was really happy with that they went back to that because i thought most of it was going to be like the soul characters yeah, like, oh, like, yeah. Man, yeah. This is kind of, and I feel like I'm like the complete opposite with you guys. I I didn't really care for the, the great beyond or whatever it was called. What was it called the, that where the they before. would create the what, the great before. Yeah, the great before. I just thought it was kind of I don't know. It was, and I, and I feel like thinking about it now, they did it on purpose to kind of uh, build twenty two's character. But it's like so bland and it's so, I just feel like it's kind of uninspired. It's like, just like very clean lines and like all that kind of stuff. Like the the background and the environments itself, I feel like, were just not super impressive for me. Like Mm. they look clean, but I don't know. Like when you think of like, I don't know, it just felt uninspired to me, in my opinion. I I thought the (laughs) design of the, like, what is it? What are we calling it? The other world? (laughs) Was really the, fucking the great good. before. Yeah, like the characters, like were they the Jerry's and stuff? Like those things yeah. were yeah. so surreal and yeah, cool looking. Yeah, the, the, the Jerry's were really cool. I loved, I loved when the bad Jerry, whatever his name was, went into Terry. the real world. <laughs> Terry. Terry. Yeah, when Terry, when scary Terry went into the real world, like that was that was really cool. When like <laughs> he's like lining up with like yeah. just like little tiles uh, outlines of tiles yeah. and. Like the stop line stuff, like all that, that was like amazing to watch. But like just the great before for me, like it just felt like, I don't know, it just felt like an Apple commercial. Like it was just like <laughs> this <laughs> white, this white pastel colors. Like it just, I don't know. I didn't care for it. I, but when I went back to the real world, I really loved it. Okay. I could totally yeah. see that. <clears throat> I don't I know was... if I agree, but I can see it. Yeah. 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 I get where you're coming from. Um, But I don't know. I think it was like, it just looked real modern and not like maybe overdone maybe that's what they're going for just real like you said sleek kind of thing yeah yeah i don't know i just but i think like i was saying with 22's character i guess i'll just say it now like she kind of she lived there the whole time so she never got to see the beautifulness of the real world which i think was like a kind of a contrast maybe that was their purpose their purpose for making it so like bland plain yeah. 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 Makes sense. I don't know. I don't know. That's a good. That's a good tank. I like that. Maybe. Yeah, I because like, like the... oh, go ahead. Like their 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 entire world is just very plain too. Like how they can't, they have no sensation. Like they can't feel, they can't smell, they can't taste. They like, can't eat. Yeah. So it makes yeah. sense that not there's not a lot of like they don't they don't they're there for a brief moment in time <laughs> to like get their personalities and then leave. So it kind of makes sense that it doesn't need to be real flowery and like real amazing yeah. to fit. Like, I guess that's kind of, you know, cutting, like splitting hairs, like to fit the narrative of that. But I mean, they could have just made it beautiful, like amazing and beautiful. But... Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. In a comparison to something that's relatively new to Coco, where mm-hmm. like it's, it's overflowing with colors and so many different things to look at. I think like each in- individual light, there was like, 3,000 million individual lights that they like lights that they created in a little cocoa city 
Like that's fucking crazy. Like Fuck, you thinking yeah. about Kirk I don't know. Kirk? Like that that's that movie's a... crazy to look at. This movie's yeah. like But I think okay. the comparison between the two is that Coco is like a movie that in some ways celebrates death or like this other realm. So that's the focus, that's the beauty. Whereas Soul, I feel, uh represents or you know relates to life like it's the opposite mm. it's like yeah there is this great beyond or the great before there's the great beyond which is, i thought was fucking so cool looking. yeah it like looks cool that looks that look cool yeah that was sick yeah um but the focus is on life like the real physical things the things you're describing the smells the tastes the sounds like uh i thought that was really cool but i do agree that coco's realm thing is totally beautiful and like yeah. um Unmatched. Yeah. And to be fair, in Coco, we're seeing the the afterlife, right? In this, nice. we're seeing the pre-life, the great before. Sure. So maybe things just get more beautiful as <laughs> as you go through. The <laughs> yeah, universe. when they go through they that. Go through yeah. Yeah. Be true. Which I, is like um, a. Go ahead, Jay. I was going to say I loved the Jerry's in the. In mm. the we talked about that a little bit, but when I saw them, the way that they would move like so fluidly, like would become things, and you know, do things. Richard Ayode, man. Oh like, yeah. yeah. Recognize so him good. instantly. I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> oh man. Like even Jamie Foxx, Tina Fey, like, you know, I was like, okay, like I could kind of hear it. Like I had to look for it and like try to Richard Ayode instantly. Like you just know who the fuck he is. So <laughs> yeah. I thought that he was a perfect fit for that role. Yeah. Um and the like explanation of them, like they're like all the phases of matter and the universe that you can't understand put into a figure, right? Isn't that what they said? Mm -hmm. um, so that was cool. And the way that they looked, I was like, yeah, I'd probably get a tattoo of that. Like, it looked that cool to me. <laughs> and I have no idea why. What, like, yeah. art style is that? Like, there's, there's, like, a specific style, right? With, like, that know. kind of, like, nose like and the eye. Yeah, like, the like, eye, uh, nose. It's very, it's it's definitely oh, pulling it's... off of something. Is it not yeah, Picasso, of like what's it? what's that? What's the artist? Yeah, who is it? Would they have like is the weird the Picasso shapes everywhere and the eyes down here and the it's Picasso? Yeah, it's, oh, yeah, yeah, it's like the know. it's like the eye that goes into the nose. I don't know. Yeah, but okay. yeah, I yeah. loved the design. Of this yeah, thing. really cool. And and so um, let's she talk about it. just you know like the the complex like like they go really deep into into death you know like in a pixar movie where you know you're on this escalator to death and they're they're bringing that up right away and that was like an interesting thing i'm like man i wonder how watching this as a kid would be like i watched this with my girlfriend and we were talking about like man this is kind of weird like this this guy's dying like he's gonna die you know is it is it weird to have that conversation with the kid you know to kind of explain that yeah, and I'm like trying to think about when I thought about death for the first time. Like, really? <laughs> We've had this conversation before a little bit. We did. Doctor, Doctor Sleep. Do you fear death? Yeah. Kind of thing. And it was that whole. So, yeah. like, bringing this up in that way is is an interesting thing. Yeah, you know? and that's a good comparison too to Coco, where death is yeah. very different in that movie. Like, it's. Not as real. Again, we keep saying real in this in soul, but yeah. um, it just feels more. Yeah, I don't know, adult, I guess. But a kid could totally watch this and love it for different reasons. Yeah, yeah. Um, that kind of makes me want to go back and watch like older Pixar movies just to like, because they're made That's... by adults, yeah. right? And you know that there's 
they're putting themselves in there somewhere. So it'd be interesting oh, yeah. to see. Yeah, like Bugs Life, the whole grasshopper, you know, kind of thing, taking over yeah. the ants before the ants kind of. There are a lot of adult themes, I think, that you start to realize more. And maybe that's just what it was. Maybe as a kid, you're watching this, you don't fucking. You don't care. Like, or really, no, it doesn't like, matter. Yeah. It's like, oh, this is making me think about the, the constructs of death. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And but that's like kind of strange. It's like, that's a conversation. Is, is Pixar making children's movies anymore? You know, or like I guess you could say like did they ever right like are they always are they always I, I feel like but like this is like night and day well I think story wise with Toy Story you're not you're not finding I think the biggest adult theme in Toy Story is just that getting old fucking sucks and your toys <laughs> I think that's, that's like deal. yeah but like that's, that's I don't know that's still like that's still like bordering like when you when you're a child turning to a, a teenager you know yeah. it's like i get that i don't know i mean i think that you kind of it was their first movie right so it took uh, okay so let's back up a little bit 22's name is from the fact that they've made 22 movies before this oh, Pixar. nice so they're i mean the first movie came out in like the 90s right mm -hmm. so they're not that old and they're maybe still finding their footing or they were trying to hit that stride um because i think the more that you dig past toy story the more you'll find these like adult themes probably yeah i, I can't I'm, like thinking that, like but... maybe besides like the cars movies i assume they're like all pretty adult but even yeah. there like cars is like uh, an athlete coming to greatness and then falling and dealing with that you know like that's kind of a crazy dude it's life is a highway <laughs> i want to ride it all night long i guess it just doesn't go as deep it's more like surfacey that's pretty deep, movie. man. Life is a... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but it's um, cool. It's a really cool um, thing that they did, right? That they figured out how to do, I guess. Yeah, they're so good at it, dude. This movie made me fucking feel so hard. I'm like, I wonder... Like, you guys were saying, I'm like, I wonder what a kid gets from this. Like, yeah. 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 the goofy character. Ha ha, funny know. cat is funny. Funny <laughs> cat. Yeah. He yeah. fell in a hole, now he's dead. Or like, just, dude, that's just kidding. Kidding. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm <clears throat> it's like, what the fuck? Do kids even like movies? Like, they don't even <laughs> can't appreciate them. Just flash <laughs> some lights at them. Cute character. Yeah. What's yeah. that thing? It's like before a kid is, I think it's like three years old or I can't remember what the age is, but they can't tell the difference between a commercial and their actual program. Like, oh. they don't know the fuck. Yeah. Like that's why like advertising to children is like straight up outlawed in some countries because like they don't know they're watching an ad. Like they, they can't yeah, understand yeah. that's different. Huh. That's funny. It's that's so crazy. That's fucking evil, dude, honestly. It, it is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We we could talk about Hashtag that for free a while. Fortnite, by the way. <laughs> free Fortnite. What? What is that? We can go, in, we can oh. go into that later, I don't even know. If you know, you know. Oh, it's it's Fortnite sued Apple and all and they're these weaponizing their children <laughs> fans uh, against yeah. them. Yeah, yeah, hmm. <clears throat> yeah, yikes. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so, but yeah. Speaking of Pixar, let me can I throw a hot take out there? Hot take it. Besides yeah. Coco, they haven't. This is their best movie in a fucking long time. Hmm. And it's not very close. You have, have to follow up with like some other Pixar's that have come out. I'm looking yeah. for the list. I'm looking right now. Let's look at the list. Like, 
I'm actually thinking about it and Okay, okay. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Onward, it's fine. Toy Story Onward, 4, uh, it's yeah, fine. Incredibles hey, 2, it's not that good. Incredibles 2 was really good. What the fuck? I didn't see Cars oh, 3. Finding yeah. Dory is actually okay. Good Dinosaur, actually a bad movie. The only bad movie I think they've ever made. Actually a bad movie. I've never seen it. It's but okay. Inside so the, Out, okay, fine. Me and, <laughs> it's fine. Me and Jacqueline were actually talking about this. I was saying, okay, does Pixar make children's movies? The last children's movies they made was that Good Dinosaur, and that movie's shit. Because straight <laughs> that up, movie's so for bad. children. It's, it's it's for kids, dude. It's, yeah. it, it's like, but like i don't sorry yeah. i don't know it's what that was it's like, i'm a fucking crybaby ass dinosaur i don't know what that was but and yeah that shit was like stupid bad. and i was like this is for kids and then it, i don't know and now i'm mad that this isn't for kids what Dude, do I that's want? my hot take mad. then is that kids don't <laughs> appreciate movies and why are we even letting them watch them why are we creating movies? <laughs> what a license to watch this son <laughs> Okay, and that's what, okay, I got into an, well, I didn't get into a real argument, but I was telling Jacqueline, she was like, oh yeah, Frozen 2's my little niece's favorite movie. And I was like, no, it's fucking not. She doesn't fucking know anything about it. <laughs> she likes the songs. She's not even, she's like barely one. I'm like, and then she's like, no, my, my, my sister-in-law and my brother say that she doesn't want to watch anything else. And they just put Frozen 2 on every <laughs> single day, all day. And I'm like, there's no fucking way she knows what that is. There's no way, oh, right? We were just, you just said, three years old. They don't know the difference between. Yeah, you just sit it down. You're like, who's the director? Tell me who the director is. <laughs> Come again. <laughs> favorite movie. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, man. I think, uh, I mean, I think it's, it's, I don't know. They, they know the character, but they don't get tired of it. And. I don't think oh, I know yeah. what's going on. What what is your child's favorite movie, Jay? She doesn't she hasn't really watched movies. <laughs> it's um, uh it's definitely an A twenty four movie, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's all Midsommar. The <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she, oh, um, she loves Sesame Street, but that's the only thing that she really knows. Mm-hmm. She just watches like an episode here and there throughout the week. Not but she like Yeah, she's not a binger. I tried, honestly, I'll be, I'll be straight up. I tried this morning because she woke up so damn early. I was like, here, you're going to watch an episode. And then it's, it ended, and I was like, you're going to watch another one. <laughs> she wouldn't. She just like, nope, she wanted to get down and start playing. So, And that's a good thing. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. She knows who the fuck Elmo is, dude. I'll tell you that. Oh, God, yeah. Really? Yeah. It's crazy. Oh. That's cute. Um, okay, so let's back to Pixar. Yeah, man, I guess now that I'm thinking a bit, like, I think, okay, when somebody brought up Coco, I was like, oh, shit. Like, it just made me think of how great of a goddamn movie that is. Coco is really good. Yeah. And I'm like, man, is this even, is this as good as Coco? I don't even. I'm going to let you finish, but Kubo did it better. (laughs) Oh, you said this before. It's it's essentially the same movie, but Kubo is stop motion claymation. Way better, mm-hmm. yeah, and and that's what's crazy. Is that Coco's fucking cool to look at, but Kubo's yeah. like even it, they both have like amazing aesthetics. What is what is Kubo? Is it is it also what what? It's a um... it's a Leica film. It's the same people who did Coraline and um, oh okay. What oh. else? What other? Is it also like box trolls? Box trolls. 
Like, no, of... it's Japanese, oh, Japanese okay. themey. It's it's not Day of the Dead, but but the 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 plot is like almost the same. Like it's mm. so similar. Yeah. But, yeah. Okay. Well, okay. I'm gonna rope us back into this movie. <laughs> oh, I don't know where we ended here. Um, oh, I love. Can I finish my thought? Or not yeah. the thought, but it's like I think the reason for that is P. Doctor, dude. The director? This guy does all of the Feels movies, man. Ah. Or who hurt? I, I don't know. He I did, did read that. Yeah. Like, he's done a lot of the, like, different and weird movies that are usually new, not like Toy Story 2 or 3 or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, that he's a big part of why they're so good, but I didn't really read anything past that. He did, I'll just read it real quick. He did Up, Monsters, Inc., and Inside Out, and this one. Dude, you didn't like Inside Out that much, Taryn? Sorry. It's okay. It's fine. Really anyway, no, but to like <laughs> stay on, like, I guess Pete Doctor, you know, like, Soul was weird. Like, there was, there was a lot of times where I was watching, I was like, this is a weird fucking movie, but like, in a really good way. Like, watching yeah. all of the, yeah. like, you know, we talked about the art style of the characters and just how they move and how they like, even interact with each other in a very like, um, almost like an office like uh atmosphere you know how like the accountants the numbers guy terry is like they kind of don't really like him that much because he's a boring accountant and i don't know it was yeah cool um yeah even the opening sequence with the disney castle it's to that like off time yeah terribly played jazz and when that happened i was like what the fuck is this an accident like why is it like this and then it's it opens so well have i not heard jazz before what is this <laughs> yeah, I, was, I honestly was like because i was okay if we're gonna go there we're gonna go there i was really excited for this movie because it's about jazz i really like jazz my jazz knowledge is not as deep as i would like but i do know a little chunk of that world yeah. um so i was really excited for that to be like the focal point of the movie Me too. and then that kicked in and i was like what the fuck is it <laughs> i was like this must be some real deep shit that I- <laughs> gotten to yet again yeah. god damn it yeah. hipster no, jazz <laughs> it was, uh, for those that haven't seen it it's just a it opens to like a middle school band attempting to play jazz and rightfully right so it's a disaster yeah yeah we oh shit were all of us in the middle school band i was not you guys were i, I, think. I was illegally in one and two when i got into three yeah um, we were all we were all kind of trash at our instruments anyways yeah well, like, we were playing that class. that beginner that beginner book <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. No, the central elements volume two i remember the book. <laughs> <laughs> holy shit he's right exactly what it was called it was like gold letters yeah yeah <laughs> um, dude, and it's so funny like watching them play terribly in band just I had flashbacks of like me playing terribly in band, but when you're in that moment, I remember um, we had we were in band one. I played the alto saxophone. James, you played the French horn, right? I played the snare drum, but there was like 45 snare dr- snare players, and I was like, "Fuck this! I'll try something else." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I remember like you know we would have concerts, and then the following year when we were like a little bit better, we would watch band one's concert and he just sounded terrible and i remember asking i can't remember i think i like asked 
somebody's parent like maybe it was like manny's parents or something like were we that bad and they're like yeah you were that bad <laughs> oh like you don't know how bad your music is i guess yeah. that. dude i only had band three and we didn't play anything it was fucking war in there chaos that was I remember unhinged dude we went we yeah. went to some high school and we did some kind of competition or something and they recorded us we, we actually did pretty good yeah i remember <laughs> band three yeah and band three yeah because it, it had to have been band three because by that time because we I went to been. like sandia high school or something yeah. and yeah. recorded yeah see Adrian remembers. i remember, I remember. That. yeah by that time, I had been kicked out of that class. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Me and Michael got kicked out on the same day, and we both just had to go to the principal's mm. office. But people got kicked out of this class so often that when you would walk in, they would just be like, oh, another one from Carson's? Because there's no <laughs> yeah. We were like, yeah, and you wouldn't even get in trouble because he just did it so much that it didn't matter. Um, yeah. And in the end, I switched my class to art, and that was cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that just like really reminded me, you know, like in Seoul, just watching them play terribly. I was like, oh yeah, that's, that's how it was. Yeah. And just like how disorganized that class was and just a teacher who is at his wits end, who's just like so frustrated, you know, and like, that's probably not what they wanted to do with their <laughs> life. I was just like, man, we were dicks to our, our band teachers. Like, <laughs> oh God. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we got poor Mr. Carson, to be honest, in the chat right now. <laughs> And then the, the first teacher, uh, Mr. Ansari, I think. Mr. Estaiza. Estaiza, Estaiza. <laughs> yeah. Um, gosh, but. Yep. Yeah, like yeah. seeing, you know, it was it was interesting. Like, it was cool to like see that side of, you know, like a teacher's life or, or like that, you know, like the part-time teacher who is an aspiring artist and. You know, I think what was cool is like it showed that he was how old was he? Like in his late forties or what did they say he was like forty nine or did they say his age? I don't think so. I don't think I don't so. Mm -hmm. but he was like older, you know, he was definitely older and like still hadn't quote unquote made it. And I think that's that's definitely that's gotta be like really really reassuring to people. I mean, even people our age, you know, in our like late twenties where we're just like, Man, I haven't made it, I haven't done what I wanted to do. And like that's what this whole movie is uh, is about is like you know they talk about like finding that spark and like it can come anytime you know like it's never too late and it was just like a cool kind of message that they like wrapped in there you know yeah dude that's yeah, the that's message what... that hit me fucking like so hard mm -hmm. yeah me too <clears throat> yeah I, that was it was just very relevant i guess to the times yeah for me in that aspect but yeah, I think, you know, like you said, he's a part-time music teacher and he gets offered full-time and he's like, oh, shit. Like, he's not yeah. about it. And I you know, I feel that in some of them. Like, I want more time to do other things. And, yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah. The, his face when he gets offered the full-time position at the school, I'm like, fuck, dude. <laughs> something about my job. Yeah, yeah that's, that's just rough. That's rough. And then, like, just so crazy how he he literally is, like, on his way home after getting that gig and then presumably just dies. Like, <laughs> he just like, seems like he just straight up dies. But yeah, I was kind of – and I think what was – um what I was happy with about this movie was, like, after he died and, like, he was in that kind of purgatory, like, you know, the, the great before – 
I was like, okay, like he's going to find himself. He's going to find his purpose. And then he's going to wake up in a, like he was in a coma and he's going to wake up and be like, I found my purpose. Like we've seen it before. And I was kind of just like, ugh, like, all right, just let's just watch it happen. But it didn't happen that way. And I really yeah. liked how they, how they like threw it in that loop where he, his soul gets caught, gets trapped into a cat and 22 yeah. her soul gets in his body. And like, they just go through these crazy shenanigans, which, was definitely a nice sw- like swap to what I thought was going to happen. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, which like that's what I was a little bit upset with initially in the in the previews was like, okay, you're you've got a you know main character that's a black person, and you're gonna make it a fucking soul or not a person anymore, right? Yeah. It's a little bit frustrating. We saw it with Princess and the Frog, right? Yeah. In the whole movie, she's a frog, and it's kind of weird. Um, but yeah, so I was like, okay, here we go again. Like this mm-hmm. is bullshit. But it wasn't that. And the good thing about that is that they actually like brought on this entire team of like culture experts, like people who knew how to make it feel more real and knew that there was like a way to portray people that wasn't like stereotypical and that's why there's so many different kinds of characters because that's just real life you know yeah and the people that they got were awesome Questlove was one of them who also voiced the drummer that they play with with uh the main um, thing that he's going for what was his name sorry with a c i can't remember um he voiced that guy uh herbie hancock was a consultant herbie hancock's an amazing jazz musician um from like the 60s um so they and and a bunch of other people doctors and people that have studied all kinds of shit like uh what's his name david diggs from yeah i was gonna ask was he yeah he was a part of that uh and he voiced a character he yeah. made a song for it like it was really yeah. cool that they he voiced a pretty small, it's a pretty small role it was paul it was that the jerk <laughs> in the barbershop yeah guy. cut deep joke um, <laughs> <David> diggs, um <laughs> Maybe if we That's do the best else. part of the whole movie, right? The barbershop? The barbershop scene. God, it's so good. It's so real. That's really, really good. And like going back to like the jokes, the jokes, like, you know, they make a joke about my team and I forgot to wear my <laughs> oh, New York Knicks t shirt. They talk shit about the Knicks. I was like, oh my God, Dude, nowhere safe. I was just watching and I was like, are you kidding me? They are talking crap about the Knicks. James, I appreciate. I, I was like, oh. Oh I appreciate God. your love for the Knicks just because it made that joke so much funnier than if I didn't know what the <laughs> oh, Knicks were. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I started cracking. I was bawling when that joke came up. I was like, James is pissed. <laughs> I was pissed. Like, I was like, what? I was just like, we're turning this shit off right now. <laughs> I forgot to like, wear my shirt. I was going to wear it and be like, that? fuck this movie. The Knicks, go, Knicks. Get out of my face. No. Yeah, but so like, for those who haven't seen the movie, they what what's the joke is that 22 has been fucking with an or who well, is that team. yeah yeah it's they introduced the concept of the the zone right yeah that moment where you feel like you're in in a flow you kind of go into this other realm and 22 can mess with people in that realm yeah she fucks and, up the Nick, and she's yeah. like, "Oh, I've been fucking with this team for her. decades or some shit." Yeah. Yeah. Specifically, specifically that that scene is Patrick Ewing misses the the layup. 
Oh, is that a real thing? I was going to ask. Yeah, it's a real real thing, yeah. So she, like, throws, like, something at him. I think is that specifically is what it is. That's so funny. But that's where, like, I go back, like, this is, you know, the adult jokes. Like, you know, no one's... No little kid's yeah. gonna get a kick out of that unless their father's a diehard, you know. Yeah. But I yeah. loved, I loved the barbershop scene, and there's still more Nick's apparel you see in the background. Dude, I love that. You just like, yeah. love yeah. it, dude. Love that, that stuff. Awesome. That made it that much more like realistic. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. New York just felt yeah. so fucking lively and like real. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. That was insane. Um, that uh, that scene, we learn a lot, right? Like, there's. They kind of hint at, you know, in the zone, in the zone where you zone into, um, there's these concepts of lost souls who uh, basically embody obsession. Addicted right? to the soul uh, zone, right? To the, or to the spark or whatever it yeah. might be. Like, it's not a spark, it's like an obsession, it's a problem. Yeah. And they kind of dive into that. And because yeah. 22 is in Joe's body, like, you see you know, he has the interactions with the barber and the barber's like, or Joe 22, I guess, is like, wow, I never knew all that about you. Yeah. And he's like, well, you've never asked. All you do is talk about jazz. And yeah. you see that the obsession. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. a good point. But also it's like, it's just like, appreciate those who are around you. You don't have, you don't have all that time to, to pick somebody's brain, you know? Yeah. You never, you never know who you're, you never know who's cutting your hair. You never know who's who's walking next to you. Never, you know. Right. You never know like what what they're about. Just kind of. Oh interesting. yeah, and that's like that's especially crazy in New York, right? You're you're walking by so many fucking people, and like it's just like it rattles your brain to think like every single person has their own life and their own story and their own struggles and like everything they're going through right now. Yeah. And you know, yeah, it was cool. It was like you know they, they talk about what is what is um joe say he's he says about his barber he's like oh yeah he was born to be a barber like he was just that's like his thing he he kind of just assumes that because he's so good at it but the barber is just like no I, I actually wanted to be a veterinarian like i just my i had a daughter didn't he say like he had a kid and he just kind of got forced into needing it's to make money cheaper. it was just a lot cheaper yeah and it was like like god that's so real too but but he still loves being a barber, you know, like he was right. probably my favorite character. Like he was so wholesome. <laughs> yeah. He was, he was good. Dude, that was another sure part that. that that hit me when they're talking about that. It's like it was so nice to talk to you about anything other than jazz. I was like, fuck, dude. Do people think that about me about like just entertainment shit? So I'm like, that's all I fucking talk about. Like I don't know, is that <laughs> annoying to people? Like I feel like oh, <laughs> Oh, I don't know. There's there's something there's definitely something about like listening to somebody talk about something they're passionate about. Like, yeah. Yeah. If you're not too But it. that's what like the crazy thing was like twenty two wasn't necessarily passionate. She was just ranting, which was like I don't know, it was just like this overload of different things. Like <laughs> oh I and, and like and like the the funny thing was like like I don't know, people were just like, "Damn, he's crazy," and then it was like, "Oh, damn, he's woke." <laughs> but like, it was like, it like went, yeah, like went from like this guy's going crazy, and but also, damn, this guy's got something, got something to, say. to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it was cool watching just how like intensely curious she was in yeah. you know in a human body for the first time, like, and, but but still had her own personality. Like the first time she tried pizza. 
you know she was just completely yeah. blown away but she was like it's it's pretty good like, <laughs> and yeah and i was so worried that she was gonna be like super fucking annoying like i was like ah uh... Ah, uh, she's gonna be this difficult character that's gonna be so it's yeah. I don't know. I don't know who to who what other picks are I don't know, Dory's pretty fucking annoying, but <laughs> like I don't know. I was just expecting way more annoyingness, but it turned out that what's the main character's name? I'm sorry. He was way more Joe, annoying. Yeah. Kind of. Got Joe. Me. Can't remember there, Joe. There was parts <laughs> that he did bug me a lot when he was the cat yeah. when he was just so adamant about getting back and he's just just like relax yeah, he's dude. a dick he's a dick like pretty much throughout which i think goes back to what uh, adrian was saying it was kind of refreshing because it was just like oh okay somebody dies they go to heaven they see god they get a new sense of life and they go back and everything's done but it was it was kind of the opposite he got into this cat's life he was still fucking pissy pessimistic and didn't he even go back to his own body and he was still like still kind of shitty right obsessed with getting back to yeah the concert yeah and like, yeah which is you could, you could that two ways right like you could say like because somebody so basically the way the way it happened is like he was late to the showing um and they booked somebody else and then he like busted open the door what's her name um door dorothea dorothea um she had already booked somebody else but he was just like no like you have to play me like I need I need this and it was kind of like you know fight for what you believe in and like really put yourself out there which he did and he got the gig and it went great um I don't know I just like in the beginning of the towards the beginning of the movie he he makes a comment saying like oh if I could play with Dorothea like I could die happy or something <laughs> I think he's something like that yeah oh yeah. Dog. but you know he um which flash forward he plays with her and it almost felt like, almost felt like the end of the movie would have been better if he died. Like I in it, think I he should have died. <laughs> yeah, and I know, I know, um, I know that J- I know that James is going to agree with this. Is that James always wants characters to die <laughs> <laughs> so, permanently, not, yeah, not, exactly. not not for just a few episodes, and then come back agree, later. Right? Like John like at the end. It would have been better if he died at the end. Yeah. yeah. Would you... I, I think fundamental. I, I think the biggest problem with this movie is the ending, for sure. Mm-hmm. Just, just general like. It it was an hour and forty minutes long, and then and, and me and Jack and look at each other when it ended. It was just like, what the fuck? We, it was sudden. I don't right? know. It was sudden. It was abrupt. I I don't know. They they left me hanging. I, like, come on, clean up the scraps. Give me a little Who's something Lisa? to work with. Like. <laughs> Oh, they, oh yeah apparently there's apparently there's a love interest that it never gets in, introduced like oh, and so caliber and, too and I, yeah i i felt like he should have i felt like he should have definitely died like it, it, um 22 was just like the inspiration for his living and that he was okay with letting it go i think yeah the whole movie I felt like it was i think it was super cheap for him to be able chance. to live out his life like it just felt weird i it agree just felt weird. it's the whole movie it was like setting up him accepting that life is fine looking at the small things and then he finally accepts that he's like all right he's gonna die right like he's fine with it now yeah and he just fucking doesn't <laughs> yeah yeah it's weird well but i mean it so, is a kid's movie maybe that's why right uh, 
the kids don't care about movies. We've established. No, they. Yeah, yeah. But then they like they they want to talk all the big boy stuff. Then make it big boy. Like, like why? Like why are we? Why are we throwing big boy punches? But it ain't getting big boy hits. That's what I'm saying. Like, I like that. I like that a lot. To back up to the um, to the where he gets the gig and plays the gig, right? Like the gig goes super well. It was like a magical night. Dorothea even comments on it and is like, "You don't get a lot of those, right?" Something like that. Yeah. And he's like, "Okay, yeah, I've made it. I've done it." And he's just like, "Now what?" And she's like, "We come back tomorrow and we do it again." And he's just like, "Oh, like, you know, <laughs> yeah." Okay. He's still that was- shitty. He's that shitty jazz band at that shitty bar somewhere, you know? Like he thinks that he's made it, but it's just like that. That same square one kind of feeling. Even if it's made it for him, I think it showed like, you know, yeah, when you get there, you know, it's probably not going to feel like you think it's going to feel. Like, yeah, it's, I don't know. There's like a lot of things to unpack here. Like the artistic process, right? It's about doing the thing you love, not being adored for doing it you know if that happens that's cool but like that's not the thing the thing is the doing right and even though he gets it he doesn't feel any different because he's been doing the thing his whole life and i think that if you i don't know if you have that expectation of like i'm gonna do this and then become like famous it just it's not gonna hit right like you don't love that thing maybe yeah well, Miley Cyrus, what is it? Uh, it's not the destination, it's the climb, right? Like, <laughs> that, that, no, like, and I don't it's think so, Chic founded that term or whatever the fuck. It's like, that's journey. Journey is that well, her song is the climb, right? Yeah. That's the song, right? yeah, but that that's, that's, has been around before. Miley, no, 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 I, I know, I know, I appreciate Adrian, <laughs> I liked it. No, but but really, it's like that was the theme. I think that I I resonated with the most is like when you when you have a goal in mind, you're like, oh, like this is like if I could just if I could just do this, then like then I would be happy. And then that comes along, and you're like, oh, well, like well, what about this? Like maybe let's just push that a little bit further, and then I'll be happy. And then you get there, and I don't know. It's just it's it's a weird it's a weird like sensation that that happens and then i think that like so many people deal with like what was the story she told about the fish like the younger fish and the older fish like the younger fish was looking for the ocean and the bigger the the older fish just said like oh like you're already in the ocean and the younger fish is like this is just water yeah and it was like i don't know it it was it was really abstract i think like but really really hit home yeah it's all vibe Mm -hmm. i mean we haven't even touched on like you know the history of jazz and like this oh, yeah. is something that spawned out of louisiana is like the agreed upon you know place mm-hmm. um, in new orleans mm-hmm. um this was very much like a like thing that came from like black culture like this is the embodiment of that in like the 60s and yeah. it's and before that even like you know um, yep. But it got really big in that time, and it's it's crazy. Like it's very complex, you know, technical music that's improvised. Like that blows my mind every time. It's one thing to improvise, and it's one thing to play technically, but to do them together, yeah, is insane. 
and the feelings that you can get from this music and the way that like he kind of talks about on the piano like how you can it feels like he's singing right like he's talking about one of those big artists and he's like this part feels like he's singing and it, and it does it has this like way of creating these melodies with instruments that sound like personalities which i think is really cool especially when you play in the band and you're vibing off each other and stuff yeah. like that just it's so cool when he jumps in when they're already playing it's just like fuck this is so cool like how do you just know how to do that kind of shit it's so like yeah. impressive yeah. and the concept of the zone dude i love that because i don't know if have you guys felt that like being in the flow being in the zone of doing a thing Oh, I'm sure. It's on all the time, man. <laughs> just just play play. right now. <laughs> Every time we go live, I'm over here performing for the audience. I'm just <laughs> out there, dude. <laughs> no, dude. Like I, I've had it in. I've had it in uh, playing music with the band when yeah. we're jamming, and you for hit sure. something, and you just kind of like go away, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had it in just jamming by myself. I've had it. Uh, probably in doing the show, to be honest. Like, there's a point in the show where I forget that people are watching, and I just feel like it's us four talking, which I think is, is a lot of the magic, right? Uh-huh. Um, I can relate to that. Like, I think for me, if I've ever been like quote unquote in the zone, it's like a lot of times I don't really consider myself a super extra extroverted person, but like sometimes, like I remember, like if we're all at the, you know, when we were at the bar when bars were a thing. And like, maybe I'm with some friends, maybe like with some family and I'm just like, I start flowing, like we're talking about something and I have really, like really good stuff to say and like the, all the attention's on me and I'm just like flowing and I feel that like, that's my zone or like, you know, the other thing is I think like sometimes cooking, which is, I don't super, super like crazy shit, but sometimes when I'm really cooking something and I'm like, oh, like I'm getting this, I'm doing this, that's my zone because I am not instrumentally inclined at all so yeah it's yeah. yeah. fun man it's cool Even yeah and then programming sometimes you had exactly. a drive and you're like okay all right grooving cool yeah. yeah yeah figuring something out like with this drum set shit trying to figure <laughs> out to make make the sounds play through the computer it was just took me <laughs> took me literally almost seven days like close to six <laughs> days just like youtube yeah. videos process of elimination <laughs> like just i don't yeah. know that's fun that's the fun stuff yeah this so this really touched on you know um like i think what was it it was joe's dad i think who they like they had a quote that was just like it was joe's first time seeing jazz and his dad was just like you know like this is like our culture like this is like black culture and they're like influence on yeah. music in america like this is what we are you know and it was cool but i and, and i don't know maybe this wasn't the movie but it goes so much deeper than that, obviously, you know, like, like, like black culture's influence on, you know, Western music is actually insane. Yeah. There's this, um, there's this podcast, it's called 1619. And like, I really, really recommend you three, but like every, anyone listening to check out that, that podcast series, it's only, it's like less than 10 episodes. It's not very long, but there's an episode specifically about, um, black culture's influence on music and just how you know like it it originated from like slave music like slave songs like they would the songs they would sing on the field and like white people started hearing that and then they they threw that into 
you know, like European, like theatrical music and, and it completely changed the game. And every music that came after that was in some way inspired by that. Um, so really cool podcast, 16, 19. I think that that's a, um, that year was like the year that the first slaves came. Um, the first slave set foot on like North America, which is a lot earlier than I think people realize. Nice. Yeah, I watched, uh, I watched 12 years of slave yesterday, actually. For the first time ever and uh yeah they do a lot of the uh cotton field like singing stuff like that like yeah. all the slave singing and stuff like that and i just couldn't help but think like yeah this is this is like this is where modern rock and roll came from yeah. this is where it's like this jazz absolutely. came from hip-hop like it's insane it's insane like yeah, like all that like stuff that leads to and blues, it's, it's like which leads to yeah. Black Sabbath, which leads to yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's and all gospel. Like, they like yeah. you know they sing about like Jesus and all this stuff and this and that and just yeah, all like, like combines. Interesting. Like country came from that too. Like even the most oh, like yeah. quote unquote yeah. white music you can think of, right? Like <laughs> yeah, it's black. Yeah, it's black music, right? Yeah. Somebody on I think on Reddit made a like super detailed infographic of like. It's either like, here's your favorite genre or here's your favorite band and how they were influenced by black culture. Like, and it's just everything wow. and anything. Nice. And it turns <laughs> all the way back and it jumps through all the genres. It's crazy. But Dude, the, I was, go ahead. I, just real quick, I was going to say about, yeah, gospel, like Soundgarden, Chris Cornell, he grew up singing gospel. Yeah. It's crazy. And you can kind Johnny of. Johnny Craig. That. Yeah. Johnny Craig, yeah. too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I was going to say, uh, I just listened to a podcast with Willie Nelson and um, he was talking about like how he actually like at certain points, like worked the fields, you know, with like a lot of a lot of black people at the time and like was just inspired by like their music and all of that, too. And I don't know, it's just it's fucking everywhere. Like, and it's so cool how wide those those, you know, branches have like spread and like stretched. Mm -hmm. It's really interesting. And I, I think, I don't know, maybe to, to take it back to soul is like, I don't know, again, maybe this isn't the movie to do that, but you would think it's a movie about jazz that they would maybe with, with you know, a black leading actor or a black leading role, like that they would maybe go into that a little bit more, but I feel like kind of didn't. It was more like, about finding. I feel like they went know. in enough. Because that's one one thing I was afraid of was like oh they're just I don't know they're just trying to fit the quota probably like I didn't before the trailers we've been out right I was just like yeah. Yeah. assuming or whatever but I I I thought it was I was just like damn really they're gonna name it Soul with a bunch of black people like I was just yeah like, exactly this is, I was like this is like shoehorned right like I was like mm -hmm. this, they're they're reaching that's what I thought yeah honestly yeah, that's yeah. what I thought I was like this is pandering yeah. I, I, I when I first saw the trailer like what two years ago already probably like a long probably. time ago but it was it was different yeah but i think different. i think they did enough like you're saying that the quote from his dad in the nightclub like that itself was like oh shit like all right let's go and then he yeah. has the quote where he's hailing the taxis like this would be hard enough if i even if i wasn't oh, in a yeah. gown or whatever yeah and oh, just yeah. like all that stuff is like i think they did a good job <laughs> Yeah, and, and yeah. interesting that like a, um, not that I have soul that to say in that, but right, yeah, or, yeah. or any of us yeah. for that matter. But... Either any of us for yeah. white white passing males here. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, and and it was interesting that you know, like you have like a white 
female character go into a black man's body kind of thing. Like, I, I know that the 22 wasn't necessarily a white woman, but voiced by one, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, they uh, mentioned that because they're like, oh, so you're... Because doesn't he say he's like, you're white, right? And he's and she's like, oh, I could sound like you too. And then like, she's like... Oh, yeah. So this is just the most voice. annoying yeah. voice. And I was like, no. Yeah, the most yeah. annoying voice. Yeah, that's what it was. That, that, and that was funny. That was funny. Yeah. That was good. Yeah, I think the... But yeah, I mean, it'd be hard to do like a history lesson, you know? You're like, right. yeah, with without being without being like stories without in the first yeah, and, and, and and you don't <laughs> yeah. want to be you don't want to you don't want people to lose the 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 meaning of it either, you know? If you mm -hmm. if if it's just like pure, uh, I don't I don't even know what I'm trying to say, but like if it becomes overly preachy or something like that. You're gonna that's, lose people. I think you're gonna lose a lot of people, and I think this this was. I, I feel like me and you agree that this was too safe. Maybe. Me, are you talking me? Yeah, yeah, Adrian. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, no, looking like like, uh, uh, <laughs> I'm looking right at you, dude. We're on. Right? <laughs> yeah. Um, I I don't know. Maybe a little bit too safe. Like I feel like they could have they could have went into it further. And yeah, I I I. I think so too, and I think it would have been totally comfortable. And which is amazing, yeah. like in today's age, is like uh, playing the the Miles Morales game, uh, Spider-Man game. Like you, you, you see the ingrained cultures are like so many different cultures are coming to light. Like it's insane. Like so, Miles Morales is a Puerto Rican black uh, Spider-Man, <laughs> and 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 it's on Christmas, and he has this Christmas dinner with pasteles and. Arroz con gandules, like all these Puerto Rican staples that like I know, which is insane. Like I'm just like this is fucking crazy. Like I don't know. It just it just felt so weird to see something that like you can relate to and know yeah. in like mainstream culture, and that's like what's going on. So I don't know. I I, I wanted maybe a little bit more in this movie, just a yeah, smidge, it, a little something. Like in in some know. cases, it's kind of just like. Because you're gonna have those people like, oh, well, they're only making this movie because there's a black main character. Yeah, like, yeah, and that and, like, and I and I. Like, yeah, it feels like just like you know what, fuck you. Like, let's lean into that then. Let's yeah. lean into black culture. Like, let's yeah. really, yeah. you know, they're gonna hate it regardless. Those types of people. So, like, and and really I'm like, and I'm like teeter tottering. Like, I don't want it to be like too pandering, where it's just like, okay, this right. is too. Fucking, you don't want every every thing that has a black character to be about that, because then that's just like yeah, you're, putting you're, in a you're, you're right. Yeah. So like I'm on both sides. Like I'm just like I don't want it to be fucking too too much bullshit, but I don't want it to be we're hiding it. You know? I I want it to right. just just fucking show it like it is. That's funny, dude, cuz I think Miles Morales like needed to go way harder than this. <laughs> He's literally working yeah. with the cops and shit. I'm like, "No. I'm not doing your fucking <laughs> cop missions." <dude." laughs> Come on, he spoiled him, man. I <laughs> hate white Spider-Man. Like, it's, it's not true. Realistic. But he, it's worse than the first game, actually. Anyway. Yeah. No, I, I agree, and I think that this should be the norm. Like, you know, showing these other cultures in a real way is really interesting because you get to actually learn a thing or two about it, you know? Like, a lot of people will never get to experience it or won't take the time to do that. And this is, like, a way that you can... You know do that stuff and I, I thought it was really cool um i mean like i said i i enjoy jazz and i know like the classic you know jazz musicians and i 
I have a grasp on some of the new, like how it's evolved over time and how musicians that I like in other genres are influenced by it, but I just don't know like the whole story. Um, and there's probably like some documentary or something that focuses way deep on that, that, you know, we should all go watch, but I thought it was good. Like I thought that it, it felt good to me here. And I, I agree that they probably could have done more and I would have enjoyed it. Like it's all just learning. Well, yep. There was some really funny, uh, there was really, okay. A couple of things in terms of funny here. Um, they did really good with like quick comedic cuts. I feel like that's kind of hard to do in an animated movie. And I thought that they did it well here. An example of this was when they swap for the first time coming out of the great before and they swap bodies and then it cuts to the cat and the great beyond, like the cat's soul. (laughs) And then cuts back. That was, that was good. That was really Um, good. Another funny part was when Terry is scanning all the files, you know, with that cool soundtrack. Uh, he gets to the the GAs and he's like, hmm, yeah. a lot of Garcias in here. <laughs> yeah. What is that what he said? Yeah. There's a lot of Garcias. And like yeah. every and... letter you can see on the whole screen is like GA. Yeah. yeah. So, so funny, dude. Dude, because like, I mean, I thought that was like a New Mexican thing. I remember being at freaking, uh, just real quick, being at high school graduations and you'd get to Garcia and you're like, okay, here we go. It's like the whole middle half. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot. It's funny. But Jerry Garcia, right? Is that like a is that like a play on his name too? Their names? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Jerry uh, Garcia, Grateful right. Dead, maybe. Do you think that the hippie pirates were influenced by the Grateful Dead? Oh, the, actually, because uh, they are maybe. like yeah. somewhat dead, is what you're saying? Well, yeah, oh, but yeah. That's it's like hardcore, like psychedelic. You know, yeah, it's that vibe. Mm, um, I don't know if he was involved in the movie, but I wouldn't be surprised. Hmm. Um, was it was it Tom Petty? No, it was a uh, Bob Dylan. I don't know these people. Bob Dylan is that who it was? Who the song? Every time they would be in the ship, it would just be playing that fucking. Oh, song. I forgot what song it was. That shit was so funny, dude. I loved them. Those characters were great. Yeah, I love that. That was like when you meditate or like do whatever, like that's just what they do. (laughs) It's so funny. A sign sign spinner. (laughs) Dude, yeah. That's another cut when they switch back after he goes in with his ship and he's just (laughs) saluting and just cuts back. Yeah. That was great. Um, Yeah, I think, you know, the hedge fund manager scene (laughs) was funny. Yeah. He's like a lost soul and trade make a trade make a trade yeah and he kind of sparks back into life and it's just like fuck all this like <laughs> I'm alive. Off. yeah that was Gosh. i felt that one um <laughs> yeah yeah i don't know there's just a lot of really good little things like that that i really appreciated yeah, yeah. there was like there was like pretty good funny moments i think yeah. like again what for me was there was just so many weird moments that i was like oh like i like I like this weirdness that they're going with, you know, because I think, I don't know, maybe not a lot of Pixar, but just like, if we think about like Toy Story and even like cars, like granted, you know, there are cars that can talk, but this, like the art in this just felt so much, so much more different. Like it did feel like something that, I don't know, 
not Tim Burton-esque, but, you know, just out there, you know, just yeah. not normal. And there was a good amount of that that I really appreciated, for sure. Same here. When he's falling the fir- for the first time through the, the portal, yeah. it looks like Celeste where he goes through the cube of goo or whatever. Remember that, Gene? Oh, yeah. And then just shoots out the other side. Like, that looked so good. This is, like, one of the most visually pleasing movies I've seen in so long. Probably since, like, Spider-Verse. Like, this movie is beautiful to look at, dude. Definitely. And right before even that, there's, like, that really interstellar vibe part where they, like transition through like the quantic whatever yeah. right before the jello yeah. i thought that was yeah um the music is incredible dude trent the... reznor and atticus ross are you kidding me so there so there's another guy john batiste batiste he was the guy who made all of the jazz music like oh, all cool. of the jazz stuff. um he's like a real jazz player he's played with Stevie Wonder, Prince, Willie Nelson, Lenny Kravitz, like all these people. Um, so he did that stuff, and then Trent Reznor and Atticus did the like Great Beyond sounds and the Great Dude, Before sounds and the Terry sounds, and they're it's so perfect, good at those. Perfect, man. Yeah, they do that very well. Um, but I thought that the jazz stuff was awesome too. Like that, it was really good. <laughs> those songs that reminded me of like classic, you know jazz from some of the people that i've listened to in the past and i i think they're just really nailed it i mean it, it's it's about music right so the music has to be good but like right. yeah. they really hit it here dude another yes. thing that they nailed that i'm such a stickler for for no reason is like hand placement and fingers and stuff when it's oh yeah when it's like matched up with music someone playing music it was fucking like perfect i was like this is not like tracking hands or like what is this like how did they do this so well like yeah I couldn't believe it 150 million dollars worth of budget that's all dude that's low <laughs> that's like low for pixar dude animators used footage of several music performers including jazz composer john baptiste performing as a reference for film's musical sequence by capturing midi data from the sec- sessions animators were able to retrace the exact key being played on the piano with each note and that's create awesome performances authenticity love that detail dude i just read that right while you were talking about it like it was right there nice (laughs) dude i love that detail his hands are going quick too like i'm just like yeah yeah doing it and capturing the midi data is super smart because you know exactly which keys were pressed yeah. and you can probably do it programmatically. Yeah, just... it doesn't have to be mocapped either. Like, I thought I was thinking mocap, and then, like, right when I read it, I was like, oh, we're right here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nice. That's great. All right, boys. We are we're, we're a little over an hour now, I think. We have any rounding thoughts before we get into ratings? Hmm. Uh, uh, lots of Easter eggs in this um there's a there's a pizza planet truck what? there's a, really the train number is 2319 is that the oh, uh, is that the, the studio or the room or whatever no it's the monsters inc code when you have a, a... 2319 oh <laughs> wow what's the what's the pixar number there's a Pixar. yeah number. it's like a it's like some classroom or something right it was, ne- it was the number for the classroom that like all the that was uh, animated probably in there yeah i don't know what number it is but yeah i thought that's what it was dude the, um, the wall of names i paused it when i watched it again today oh yeah 
like anyone you could think of was on there <laughs> kind of crazy really? like the biggest people but then one was jack kirby i was like oh shit like the guy who oh. like drew every superhero Marvel and designed guy, every right? yeah wow. yeah cool. um some other little things in the credits they mention like this was made at pixar studios and also six feet away from each other in our own homes because it spanned the pandemic um every pixar movie i don't know if you guys knew this has a uh list of baby names and it's children that were born during the making of this movie like two parents who work for pixar so they oh. put all the baby's first names in every pixar movie it's in the credits what? i didn't know that the header for this one is the you the recent you seminar graduates because the youth seminar is like the great before. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's cool. That's cool. I um, just saw on the on the Wikipedia that there's only 44 employees. How many babies are at these Pixar? 44 people? Damn. That's what I saw. I mean, this might have been like maybe who worked on three, four years. Of or production. is it just like there's a lot of like other so it's companies 44 employees? Okay, there's yeah, no way. Okay. Sorry. Skywalker. Oh, yeah. Number of employees. Wait, that's from 1986. Is that what that means? <laughs> Oh, eh, I guess. I'm sure they got more than 44. They had this. two movies come out this year. There's no fucking. Oh yeah. There's, there's... <laughs> That's crazy. Unless they're like contracted somehow or some weird. Like... Uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. True, true contractors. The two other things, uh, the Walt Disney statue where he's holding Mickey's hand, appears in the Hall of Everything or whatever. Oh, cool. Oh, that, is. that place. Um, a bunch of other things appear in there too. And then the last thing is that in Onward, there's a vinyl record with that's for Dorothea Williams. Oh, that's cool. oh, I love the before it's out kind of. Yeah, that's really cool. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Cool. Nice. All right. Are we, are we ready to rate this thing, guys? Expectations are high. We rate, we rate <laughs> Pixar and animated films real fucking high. Who wants to take it away? I can. <laughs> I guess. Please, Go ahead. Okay. This movie, like I said, is one of the best Pixar movies that has been out in a long ass time. And one of my favorites, honestly, like from oh. them. This movie hit me. I don't know if it's just like the time now. It just hit me so fucking specifically, I guess. Like as someone that is just constantly. I attacked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> someone that is. I am constantly anxious and worried all the time about nothing. And it's always like big picture things like, oh my God, what am I going to do next week? Or what am I going to do with my life? Or what am I going to do? Like blah, blah, blah. And this movie is just like, just stop and like breathe in the air, man. Like smell the flowers. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I was like, fuck, man. Like I really need to like work on doing that. So like this movie was just like a another... Uh, nudge in that direction i guess for me which is pretty cool so i actually watched it twice i watched it today again just because i don't know i had a headache all day i was like i just need to do something else i watched it and it was so soothing dude i was like waiting for parts to drag because mm -hmm. i watched it two days prior or whatever and it didn't it never dragged i was like holy shit dude i love this movie apparently <laughs> like yeah, just, like, all the jazz, like, I fucking loved it, dude. Like, the animation, especially, 
on their like big concert night with Dorothea specifically. Like, how is this real? This lighting is fucking magic, dude. Like, it looks too real. <laughs> and I applaud them for that because that is fucking awesome. Like, just to take a cartoonish art style and put it like basically in the real world and it works that well. Amazing. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I've been going on for a while. So uh, I'll just go ahead and say our, my uh, <laughs> I read chat on accident. I My rating <laughs> for this wonderful Pixar movie is 9.3. Keeping the Fumblerverse Hall of Fame dream alive. Animation is king. Animation is king, maybe. That's our movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> who wants to go james sure i will jump right into this um james. yeah i watched this movie uh i don't even know i've been on vacation for 11 days i don't even know what day it is anymore <laughs> but i watched this at some point <laughs> amongst the 11 days with a lot of other stuff i want to watch it again I, I wish i really watched it again I feel like I didn't give it enough. I, I mean, I gave it a, a many days to, to marinate, but I watched a lot of other stuff as well. So I don't feel like I gave it exactly enough. But um, I can't help but feel I was a little disappointed with this movie. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Wah, wah. Uh, wah, wah. And that shouldn't be surprising to a lot of people, but... But I don't know. I I um I I I really liked the movie, but there was just some fundamental things that I don't think are pushing me into the Hall of Fame area. I think you guys are going to still be very surprised with my score, but like like I was saying, um I didn't really care for The Great Before. I I I thought I I don't know. I just felt like it was just it was weird and uninspired for me. And 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 I kept trying to justify why it looked that way. I said, well, maybe this is has to do with 22's character development. Why is she so interested in actually having a life once she becomes part of a body? Like, I, I, I felt like maybe they could have dug into that a little bit in the story, where, where at the end of the movie, uh, Joe just all of a sudden gets to live again. They were like, oh, yeah. no, not a single person in in billions and billions of of souls has been able to f figure out 22 yeah, except for you joe so you get to live again and and he could have been like hey i don't know he could have been like fix this fucking this this world that you guys have you know she didn't get to experience anything in this pre-life she you know she would have never she would have never become a real human if it weren't for that mistake you know and and another thing is like you have all these people on on the treadmill going to the great beyond, not a not, not a single one of them's fighting to get back, except for yeah. Joe. It's kind of weird. I don't know. Nitpicking, nitpicking just a little bit, just to like, kind of do that. I, I got to dock points for my New York Knicks, baby. Oh, I was gonna no. say, dude, it's just love a joke, bro. Come on. <laughs> oh, no. love, love my New York Knicks. Um, but but I don't know. I just I just feel like. Pixar is is this is where okay so so I was really impressed with 
with the way they they were able to navigate uh, different topics. But I feel like they still were pandering, mm. pandering to adults. There, there's, there's not enough here for, uh, for kids. I don't think, and and I, I don't want to dock them for that. But I really don't think this is gonna be a ton of kids' favorite movie. Not like Monsters Inc. is. Monsters Inc. is my favorite Pixar movie. It is just actually well, I like Wally, but Monsters Inc. is just like the best kids movie. I think like it's just it it. It's so relatable to kids, and it, it, it just shows us a, a different side. We're not talking about Monsters, Inc., but, like, I, I just don't really see how kids are going to go and say that Joe, which is just, like, such a name, Joe. It's like, <laughs> Average Joe. It's my favorite character is Joe. You know, Mike Wazowski. That's fucking, like, that's a character <laughs> name, man. I don't know what I'm talking about. Anyways, uh, 8.3. That's where okay. I'm at. 8.3 out of 10. I, I, forgot, That's... Uh, I forgot to say yeah. something negative until James went. Fuck. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. If, if you want to if speak the truth, speak the truth. Go ahead. Speak the truth. <laughs> the end, man. Like, I feel like 2020, there's a few things. No spoilers, but The Good Place. The end of that show, just like accepting death. Like, all these different things that I've watched and played or whatever that are about accepting life and death i was like ready for this movie to go there and it just fucking didn't and i was really disappointed yeah he should have just uh, went to the great Beyond, but that's all yeah that, that would have been that would have bumped it but I, like i don't know mm-hmm. this i i didn't hate the movie i liked it i thought it was I that's it still was a cool, good score but... 8.3 is still good i mean yeah, yeah. <laughs> my sister's like that's way too high when you hated it i'm like i don't hate it <laughs> yeah i think on that, on that note <laughs> Just kind of stay yeah. on that. I think I'm ready, Jay, if you have no objection. Yeah, go for um, it. So, yeah, I, I really agree with James on a lot of points here. Like, I think the, be- the, the best thing that James said was it's throwing heavy punches, but it doesn't want to take heavy hits kind of thing. <laughs> like, that's really what this movie was. You know, to piggyback off of, again, what James is saying is like, this is not a kid's movie. I, I can't really see kids super enjoying this. It's not... The comedy isn't the the comedy in it isn't very like you know uh pandering towards kids at all it, it's really going for like messages to adults but then it but then it has that ending where it's just like completely weak where you know joe gets to live and like i think i think the writing at the end could have just been way better they could have had like some crazy thing where he closes ties off with his mom like he comes to read like accept his own reality like he lived his dream and that would have been to... a better reward for yeah, them to he, give him like yo hey we're gonna give you like a day to live and then that's it yeah yeah Vamanos. like like you know like tie, like cut like get all the ties closed and or you know whatever and they just didn't do that and they they let him live and it just felt kind of empty it just felt like oh like i guess i, I guess it's a kid's movie but is it it's it's really not but, but that's not to take away. I mean, there, there was like a lot of really good things about this movie. I think the animation, you know, going from the really hyper realistic, like Pixar style that was like sometimes too good um, to transition to the the great before was really cool. I mean, the cast was great. I think it was funny. I think, you know, it was, I don't know, like, um, oh gosh, why am I forgetting the actor's name? Um, Richard Iode, like, 
fucking stole the show for me. He was so fucking fun to just be on, like, to, for his voice to be in the screen and really good time. The barber was really great. I think, like, a lot of the, you know, touching in into Black culture um, could have maybe been, they could have leaned into it a little bit more, and I would have been like, yeah, let's let's do this. Let's go for it. But I don't know. That's neither here nor there. Like, it was still, it was still good. Um, music, of course, great. Some a movie based on that. So I don't know. It was it was fun. I, I definitely don't think this is one of my favorite Pixar's. Like it's it's not even close. I think Pixar has so many other like really just completely knockout films, and this one's not quite there. Still good, but for me, it's it's an eight. Eight out of ten. Rest in peace. Dream is dead. Sorry. Dream is dead. Sorry, I thought guys. I thought you were gonna try to no. be. I thought you were gonna give a little bit of a line for them. It was fun, but <laughs> the day I, I don't know. Fans. And you know what? Okay, I didn't. We didn't get to talk about like you know there there are some really, but yeah, there's some really heavy hitters in this, like just like being lost at your job, doing all this kind of stuff. But I don't know. It just. I don't know. It just needed it one felt more. Short. It, it needed it it had some hitters but it never finished the knockout and that's what yeah. that's what was the problem because there was stuff that i related to like you know like yeah. getting to a goal and then like still feeling unfulfilled like that really resonates but is it enough to throw it like you know over the top not for, into the hall of fame not for me yeah yeah well, nice eight i still liked it eight's still a good score guys hater dude Oh my gosh. Y'all haters. All right. <laughs> oh, right like Ted. Ted. Wow. Redeem Let's these motherfuckers. No, Twelve. <laughs> I I mean, I love this movie. I love the music. I love the characters. I loved the visuals. I loved the concepts. I loved all of it. I didn't love the ending though. That's the thing. That's the one thing that I didn't like. Um they did in a lot of the versions of this movie, Joe does die. And I think that would have been better. Um, at the end of, like, they were changing endings until the very last screening, and they went with the one that they did. And that kind of sucks. Um, it could have ended so much better, but it uh, it didn't. And I think it would have been a bigger hit for you guys if it, if it did yeah, end. It would have been. Yeah, I think so, yeah. But I think that the things that it did talk about were very relevant for me, were were very real. And even the like even the attaining a goal and still feeling unfulfilled, like that's real and that's and that's reality. And that's like even I feel like even if you do land that dream gig, like you're gonna be faced with the reality of cool, you got it make sure you're back here tomorrow at 9am to do it all over again, you know? And like, there is still that like sense of monotony or whatever. And I think that like, for me in, in my life, I've found things that I think I could live with hitting that dream goal of and things that I know that I want to keep for myself and I'll never do like for money or for whatever, you know, because there is just that special getting into the zone of a thing that you really like that you don't want to have that spoiled like that's and i don't know in this movie they don't really go into that but it made me think of that and uh i don't know i resonated with a lot of those things it could have ended better the music was great characters were great the cast was amazing 
the jokes were good um the animation was good i don't know i i see this as a step towards growth for pixar going into this new newer realm um go not being afraid to be a little bit more adult or real or whatever um and maybe the next thing that we see is gonna be better than you know better than this but still but still all of those things um i'm also just a big pixar fanboy so for me this is a 9.1 out of joy all right that brings us to a collective 8.675 so i'm hurting i'm sorry i don't know it's (laughs) it's a it's a jay and (laughs) it's a jay and taryn hall of fame if that makes you feel better it's a hall of fame in your heart but well, yeah, yeah I, I don't know. But the Where ones who count, <laughs> no. make it happen. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Night, everyone. Okay, but back this back to democracy. something that Jay said in his in his review. Like like, are we ready for an adult Pixar movie? That's like just no 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 bars hold. Like not like let's go at it. Like sausage party animation like <laughs> they, whoa, they, whoa, will whoa, whoa. they will never do that oh my my headset unplugged i can't hear you guys oh man I'll say okay it, i'm man. here as long as mickey yeah, mouse is I'm their here. boss they will never do that <laughs> ah shit but Are like okay me? like they, i mean dude the the beginning of freaking up that wife dies and like deals with <laughs> the rest of it's kind of not great Yes, Terrence right, dude. Up is so fucking overrated. First, yeah, yeah. P Doctor maybe. Up is overrated, man. I don't know. I don't know. The first ten minutes. We'll talk about this more in the after show. We need to wrap this shit up. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, If you are listening to this after watching it live, or excuse me, after we've recorded it live, we record these on twitch.tv slash filmfumblers. So if you want to watch these live, tune in on Saturdays. Usually we do them on Saturdays. Find out all of that information at filmfumblers.com. You can find all of our socials there. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, um, all of that. Again, filmfumblers.com. Or just search on Google Filmfumblers. You will find us. Um, But yeah, we rated this an 8.675. We'd love to know what you guys think. So let us know in the comments anywhere you can. What did you rate this? But yeah, next week, what are we recording? Um, Jojo, Jojo, Rabbit. Jojo Rabbit. Jojo Rabbit. So we're recording Jojo Rabbit Live next Saturday. That is the 9th of January. That'll be our second episode of the year. Don't miss it. But yeah, thank you so much for tuning in tonight, guys. If you're watching live, stay tuned for the after show. Cheers. Have a good night, everyone. Cheers. 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 Cheers.